All right, question number one. Anita Love, can a broken marriage be fixed? No. If you're asking me, can a broken marriage be fixed, then that means you don't have belief, belief in that marriage and you've already gave up and you don't have faith. Um, a damaged marriage? Maybe so. Now, nah, let me just let me quit. A broken marriage can be fixed if both parties are willing to put in the work, willing to be honest, willing to be real, willing to work through it together. If you're not willing to put in the work, you're not willing to be honest, you're not willing to be vulnerable, then no. All right, next question. Anita love to hate to hate. I'm thinking about purchasing my first car. I would love for my mother to co-sign, but my mother is unhappy with making that decision. She doesn't feel that I am responsible. I'm very frustrated because I found the car that I wanted, but I have to wait on her. What should I do? Um, you shouldn't do nothing. If you don't have good credit and you can't get the car on your own, then you're going to have to wait until your mom is ready to do that. See, this is what people fail to understand. When, when family members and mothers and fathers and sisters and cousins and aunts and people, just family in general, don't want to co-sign, they automatically feel like, oh, you don't care. You jealous. You hating on me. You this, you that. If a parent or an adult, whatever family member you're asking, is basically saying they don't feel that you're responsible enough to pay this car note so they don't want to get stuck with it, they're saying to you i've seen how you move i see your maturity or lack thereof i don't feel confident in putting my name behind something that if you can't fulfill i'm left to fulfill or it's going to go on my credit that's not wrong that's being honest it's better than someone going ahead co-signing for you and then pissed off and mad the whole time the whole process sitting there waiting for you to fuck up at least they're being honest um I've I've done that. I've I've helped, got a car, and honestly, it wasn't the agreement for us paying the car was true. But then when it came to other things pertaining to the car, you know, she wasn't mature. She, you know, she wasn't really responsible in certain areas. So I had to step in and make that decision on what to do and and what not to do. And I didn't like how it left me feeling. And but it she learned a valuable lesson with it and she understood how blessed she was and that most people don't even have that option for someone to even help you get a vehicle. And so I think you have to be patient with your with your mother. And instead of complaining and being mad, show her that you deserve her support and you prove to her that she won't be disappointed if she was to put her name on your car. I'm just saying. I need a love to hate to hate. I have a boyfriend who is married. He tells me he's not happy with his marriage with his marriage. Should I stick with him or should I leave? He told me that he wants to leave her, but he hasn't made that decision yet. I told him three weeks ago that if he didn't, that I was going to cut it off. But it's so hard to cut it off because he always tell me he's not happy and he won't leave. I don't know where she was supposed to go with this. I'm not confused. I'm I'm assuming it was more supposed to come with this question. I'm pretty sure she probably sent another question and I probably just didn't see it. Um first of all, you're disgusting because if you know somebody's married and you're having a relationship with them and you know they're married and they're saying that they're unhappy, it's the difference between I'm unhappy and I want a divorce. 
And most time when men tell you that they're unhappy, they're usually lying. Now, when a woman tell you she's unhappy, and I'm not trying to make it biased, and I'm not trying to say, oh, she's pro-woman, so every time a woman say something, it's the truth, it's law. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying majority of the time when a woman have an affair or have a relationship outside of a marriage, and she says she's not happy, nine times out of ten, she's not. Nine times out of ten, she's probably been with someone that was abusive, someone that's cheated on her, someone that's treated her less important. And instead of her being able to leave or having the strength to leave or whatever the case may be, she stayed there. She happened to meet someone that kind of sparked her interest that showed her attention that spent time with her and listened to her and now she's in that situation but let me let me go back to you mama you tell that man that you want to break up with him and that you don't want anything to do with him he's going to tell you how hard he has it how all she do is want to fuss and fight how the children need him and how this and that and how she's going to take him for every penny and watch what i tell you once you take him back the recycle is going to repeat. The phone calls is going to be less. He's going to block you until you he's not around her. And you're not going to hardly see him until he's available to come see you. I'm going to tell you this. You're getting exactly what you deserve. Know your place. If you wanted to be the side chick, be the side chick. You can't be the side chick and the main chick at the same time too. Know your place. That's all I can help you with with that one. I need a love to hate to hate. I have three kids. I want to put their father on child support, but he's struggling to pay child support for a previous child. What should I do? Put his ass on child support. It's not your responsibility to help somebody else help himself to take care of all of his children. Now, if both of y'all sat down and had a conversation and y'all discussed that this is what he's agreeing to do and he stick to it, then no, bear with him and be patient with him. But if he ain't doing shit, he ain't reaching out, he ain't talking, he ain't trying to see the child, he don't give a shit, that ain't your problem. Because you're struggling to do what you got to do to pay child support for the other child because your ass don't want to go to jail. So you need to figure out what you're going to do with the other three that I got by. You got four children, but you only financially taking care of one of them or probably financially and physically seeing just one of them. What kind of what type of shit is that? No, we're not doing that one. We're not doing that one. Put his ass on child support. Let him figure it out. And if you're still uneasy about doing that, have a conversation with him. Let him know that you need some type of contribution from him financially or physically helping with the children. And if he can't stick to it, move on. And I, and I never advocate putting somebody on child support. I don't. But it pisses me off when men can make all these children and they can rem or remarry and they can take care of the family that they have with the new wife but fuck the children wherever everywhere else and it's always the woman is bitter the woman is mad you motherfucking right she bitter she's taking care of your three fucking children and you got remarried and you only taking care of one of them so you fucking right i'm bitter and when men get on there and men say make little stupid comments about women being like stop that stupid shit stop it because there are a lot of women that are selfish and there are a lot of women that are bitter because the men don't want them. But there's a difference. Don't put all women in that same category. Stop doing that shit. Because there's a plenty of y'all that have made these babies from here and there and ain't taking care of none of them. And some of y'all taking care of one or two of them. And then you're talking about what a mama tripping. Well, why the fuck the mama tripping? She tripping for a reason. See, this is me. Me coming up, I never had to make a person be responsible for his responsibility. Never had to do that. I don't know what that feels like. And I never can imagine myself forcing a man to be responsible for his children. But this me standing in 2020, if I got a child for you and you taking care of everybody else and I'm struggling and the struggle is real, we're going to have to figure out something. We're going to have to figure out something. 
Because both of us laid there and may have had unprotected sex together. So both of us are responsible for this that's been created. So you have to 18 years to help me be responsible for this child. And I shouldn't have to force you, but if it comes down to it, I'm going to have to do what I got to do. See, we need to stop making excuses for the man or making excuses for the woman of why they're not being responsible, why they're not taking care of their responsibility. No, we can't. If you're not doing it, you shouldn't have to force them. But if I'm struggling and I need help, help me. Help me to help us to help our children or our child or however many it is. Point blank in the period. And don't apologize for what you need. I'm sorry. We ain't finna do that. Anita Love, I have a hard time reaching a climax. I do not know what to do. Any suggestion? Mm. First of all, get out your head. That's the biggest, biggest problem that most women have. When you're being intimate, you're being with a person, you're overthinking things, or, you know, it may be foreplay, and the foreplay may not be going the way you want it to go, and instead of you relaxing and allowing yourself to enjoy the connection with the person, you're in your head, you're thinking too much, or... The person may not be giving you the foreplay that you want and that you like because every woman is different. A man may be touching too much, rubbing too much. Or a man may be kissing on the nipples or, or, or sucking on the nipples a little bit too hard. That's uncomfortable for you. It's hard to relax and enjoy that when it hurts. So you have to tell a person what it is that you need and you like. Same thing with a man. But with most men, it's kind of easily almost, you know, to, you know. But with women, some women, it's more that you got to put in some work. You got to put in some effort. And another thing that I've noticed with some women, because I've gotten some emails from women pertaining to climaxing and reaching an orgasm and finding their G-spot is so many women don't know where their, their G-spot is. And so many women don't even know what excites them, what interests them, what, what moves them, what makes them wet, what grooves them. Like so many women have no idea what it is. And so many women, when you're stressed and you're overworked and you feel overwhelmed, that keeps you, that blocks you emotionally from relaxing and connecting. And when you have a partner that, that you may not be at ease with, like, say, for instance, you feel like your partner don't respect you or you feel like your, your partner care more about sex than you. That will make it hard for you to be intimate with that person emotionally and reaching your climax. Um, so you have to be out of your head. You have to be comfortable and relaxed with the person that you're with. In most cases, some people can, you know, bang it up and just get it. I'm not one of those people. And so I can't speak for them. But for me and most women that are emotionally and mentally has to be emotionally and mentally connected to a man to reach that peak. Um, you, you have to caress me a certain way. You have to be, there has to be sensual, uh, foreplay. You know, it has to be relaxation. I have to be, um, comfortable. Um, I have to be relaxed. Um, it can't be forced. Um, we can't do it if we're at, if we're at odds with each other or if we, um, if we've been fussing or if we've been arguing or anything like that, it's, it's hard for me to, um, for us, um, for me to relax and get to that point of, hey, let's get together. Hey, you know, so all of that majority of the time with us as women is mental. There's a mental block. So you have to figure out what it is mentally and emotionally that's keeping you from relaxing and that's keeping you from getting to that point that you need to get to. And don't be embarrassed because if you need to have a conversation with your partner and say, hey, I don't like the way you touch me here. Or for some women, some women don't um, lubricate naturally enough. 
So you can always buy lubricant to help you. You know, I, I've gotten a, a lot of uh, questions about that. And I sent some comments back to them um, pertaining to um, buying lubes to help, you know, moisturize them. They also have this vitamin E um, suppository. I call it suppository, but, but you can put it in your anal as well as your vagina. You can put it in either area, but it helps, you know what I mean? So you can use that. There's also, um, um, oh, I can't even think of, I can't even think of it, but it's another uh, lubricating that um, you can use to help keep your, you know, you know, your vulva and all that stuff area very moisturized and, you know. Because friction would cause a person not want to have sex. So if you having sex and it hurt, that makes you not want to have sex. But I think for the most part, I think much of your frustration and your blockness is from the emotional connection. I think you, you're, you're in your head. I think so many things are, are is going on. This is what for happened to me. Um, me and my partner was, you know, we were at ours. We were, you know, we, we had some issues that we had worked through, but I was still holding on to those, that emotional, um, feeling that I felt because I kind of felt like it was just, um, like they didn't care that what they said or did bothered me. They just want to get back to the sex. And I held that. And so when it was time for us to be intimate, it was hard for me to relax. And I was mad at him because I felt like he didn't care that I was feeling the way I was feeling. And it made me feel he it felt selfish to me on his part. And then once I talked and I expressed how I felt, it was different. You know, it helped me relax and be comfortable and not block my mental because I'm, I'm just one of the people like I can't do hookups. I can't do one night stands like that don't work for me. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't. So, um get out of your head try to relax and if you have issues with foreplay and things of that nature that he's not meeting talk to him men want to hear what what you need and if you talk to him i guarantee you you will not regret it okay that's my time um i tried to keep it as short as possible what i did was i took some questions from some emails that i got and i just narrowed it down i didn't want to read all the blah blah i just took bits and pieces out of it to make it as simple as possible and you know who you are because i've already replied to you personal um so again thank you guys for just being interested in the podcast and i've gotten some great topics from people that want to hear so i'm getting into some things i'm getting my vibe back you know i'm feeling it a little bit you know what i mean just a little bit but thank you guys so much for the support and the energy thank you for sharing the podcast you know stay tuned I'm not going anywhere. She me here, your girl. Need a love from Baton Rouge's hell. Peace and thank you. Remember to stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinions dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. When they go low, we go high like the former first lady. Let your family and friends know that you love them now because tomorrow ain't promised to none of us. And be safe, you guys. Push love. Push love. Peace.